You're listening to Wholesaling Inc., episode number 1108. Start talking to them about the condition of the property. Most sellers have no problem telling you the condition of the property. If they do, they're not going to do a deal. If you ask them, have you remodeled the kitchen and bathrooms in the last five years? And they tell you, I'm not telling you that. Just give me a value. They're not serious. They're not motivated. They don't have a problem that you can solve. This is game-changing information guaranteed to raise your real estate wholesaling business with actionable steps you can take immediately to navigate the ins and outs of wholesaling and start making money today. Join us as we put our guests in the hot seat and dive deep to dissect their strategies for success to enable you to duplicate their results. You're listening to Wholesaling Inc., the only show dedicated to making you a fortune in wholesaling. We are going to talk about how to get the absolute biggest deals possible. And the number one way to get the biggest deals possible is for the owner of the property, the seller of a property to give you their price first. Brent, that's so hard. They never want to give me that. In today's market, they want us to throw out numbers first. And I get that. I totally get that. We run across that every single day. But I'm telling you, if you use certain techniques, ask certain questions, you can get, you can pull the price right out of that seller. And I'm going to give you some tips. I'm going to give you some, some strategies to be able to implement right now on the next conversation that you have with a homeowner. So remember, when we are pre-qualifying every seller, because we we pre-qualify every seller every time, 100% flawless. You have to pre-qualify or you're going to go on so many appointments that you don't get locked up. So you must, must, must pre-qualify. We pre-qualify again on the four pre-qualifiers, condition of the property, timeline to sell, motivation to sell, or what is their problem and the price. And the price, without a doubt, is the toughest one to get from the homeowner because it's a little game of chicken, right? They want to see who's going to move first. They think that they're on one side of the poker table. You're on the other side of the poker table and you show your cards first type of thing, right? And I get it. It happens every single day, but I'm telling you, you can ask the right questions and you can really build enough of a relationship, enough rapport with the homeowner to be able to get that number out of them. Number one, start talking to them about the condition of the property. Most sellers have no problem telling you the condition of the property. If they do, they're not going to do a deal. If you ask them, have you remodeled the kitchen and bathrooms in the last five years? And they tell you, I'm not telling you that. Just give me a value. They're not serious. They're not motivated. They don't have a problem that you can solve. But most of the time, what they do is they start talking about their house and they start feeling more comfortable in the conversation. The longer the conversation goes, the more likely you are to get real answers out of them. You can peel back the layers of what they're trying to protect themselves from. And they should. You might be a stranger. Or maybe they know you from your reputation because you buy a lot of properties or whatever, but they still want to make sure that they are getting a real deal. They want to make sure they're not getting taken advantage of. So you need to build that relationship and pull down those barriers and those walls that they put up to protect themselves, which they should. Absolutely. We all do it. So start talking about the condition of the property. Start talking about the timeline. Ask them how long have they thought about selling the property and then ask them, you know, what I like to do is I like to give all the benefits up front and then ask them what they would take. So I say, listen, just to explain how we work, we purchase properties cash. We pay all the closing costs. There's no commissions. And the best part is we buy them completely as is. That means you don't have to put another cent into the property. So for an offer like that, a net offer to you like that, how much would you take? 
right? And sometimes they give you the answer or other times they go, well, I don't know. You called me or I don't know. I want to know what your number is or I don't want to throw out the first one or I know what you're trying to do here. You're trying to get a number out of me. Okay, not a problem. You know, you've owned the property for a long time and you've kind of seen what's going on in the neighborhood. What's home similar to yours in the same, you know, really similar condition going for? You know, Mr. Seller, we work with a lot of sellers and all of them, absolutely all of them have a magical number in mind. Like, what is that magical number that if you got it, you would sell the property, right? You start going through these processes or you say, you know what? If you were to totally fix up this property, what do you think it would sell for? Well, I think it would sell for 200,000. Well, if I mean, if you really just, you put new cabinets, you put new flooring, you paint it, you put new windows, a new air conditioner, a new heater, you put new water heater. I mean, it just looks perfect. It's operational. You know, all the operational parts of the home uh, are working. The mechanical parts, I should say, operational, I don't know. Mechanical parts of the home are working. Like how much would you have to put, invest into the house? Well, it probably costs about $50,000. Okay, got it. And then if you were to sell it on the market, let's say that costs you about six to 8%, depending on the commissions. So, you know, if I could give you just a net off around 120, that would be pretty much similar, right? It'd be without you having to do anything, without the headache of going through contractors and delays and not being able to, and having to oversee it and pick out everything that goes along with rehabbing a property. Wouldn't it just be easier just to sell it in cash, right? I mean, these are great questions to ask. Just ask them, you know, just give me a ballpark. I'm not going to hold you to it, but just kind of give me a ballpark. I don't want to waste your time. I just want to know if we're in the same ballpark. And if worse comes to worse, what I love to do is I love to tell them about properties where we bought in the neighborhood, or if you're not buying a lot of properties right now and you're new, then just talk about one of the comparables down the street that sold that was low. You know, Mr. Seller, Mrs. Seller, we are buying properties similar to yours for around X, whatever that be, 60,000, 100,000, 600,000, whatever it is. We're buying properties similar to yours for around this price. Is that kind of what you were thinking? And you're literally nodding when you're on the phone, right? You're, you're, you're just uh, assuming that's what they're, they're thinking. You're assuming, of course, that's what they're going to take. That's what other people have taken, right? You're kind of just getting in there with that collective type of mindset that, oh yeah, well, I guess other sellers did that. That's probably where I'm at too, right? You're pulling it out, pulling it out. And if that's your last case, if you throw out a low ball at them, you're going to pull out that number because they're either going to say, yeah, we're pretty close. Okay. Pretty close. Like, uh, you know, I can, we're buying properties around a hundred thousand. Were you thinking like 105, 110? Uh, we were thinking 120. Okay, 120. Well, let me let me go back to the drawing board and really figure out if we can make that happen. When can we come see the property? Condition is really important. Set the appointment, right? Or you say, we're buying homes similar to yours for 100,000. They go, what? I want 180,000. And you know, because you clicked on the Zillow button as you're talking to them, that Zillow is 178,590 or whatever it is. So they're going off of what they see as a e-appraisal on Zillow or truly or Redfin or e-appraisal or whatever it is online. So you, you want to pull that out because if you're, if your world's apart, how are you going to bridge that gap? I love anchoring low with price if you have to throw it out first, because the natural tendency is if you throw out 60,000 and they want a hundred thousand, there's a natural tendency to meet right in the middle at like 80,000. Beautiful. So use some of these techniques as you're talking to sellers, try to pull out the price with them, sprinkle it in as you're pre-qualifying them based on the condition, the timeline, and their motivation, and try to pull that price out of them. Now, the beautiful thing about this business is there is going to be times it happens to us once every 90 days. 
where we call somebody up, we ask them what they would take for their house, and they throw a ridiculously low offer. I'm talking, we're going to make a minimum of $50,000 on this minimum. They throw it. We almost fall out of our chairs. We're like, I can't believe this. This is like smoking hot. We are going to that house right now to lock it up. We asked one time what you would take for this house. And the gal said $9,000, $9,000. I clicked on Zillow. It was Zillowed at $212,000. Some people don't care about the money. It sounds crazy. It sounds insane. It sounds like I'm a liar, but I'm telling you money isn't important to everybody. Some people just want to get rid of a problem or what we found oftentimes these once a quarter that we get these huge deals, they want us to make money. They want to feel good that they're giving it to us, which sounds crazy. We talked to them and we're like, do you understand what's going on here? Do you understand what you could get for it on the market? Yes, I understand. I know exactly what I can sell for on the market. I don't care. I want you guys to make a bunch of money. And that's only because we picked up the phone, we talked to them and we got, we had those conversations and we were there at the time when they were ready to make that decision. So I encourage you always, always, always to talk to as many distressed homeowners as possible and make sure that you are asking them what they want for the property. Make sure that you're drawing out that price as much as possible. Don't be messing around. If they're not going to give it to you, throw out that low ball, disqualify them if they want too much. This whole going back and dangling the carrot that is the price on it works for some and, and in some markets, but it's not really that effective, not as effective as asking the right questions and drawing out that price from them. So go out today, talk to homeowners, make a difference and get those prices from them. If you're interested in joining the most proactive community in real estate investing, it is the Rhino Tribe. Go to wholesalinginc.com, wholesalinginc.com. Check out what it's all about and join this unbelievable community. If it feels good in your gut, sign up for a call. We look forward to working with you. And that's it. I close out this podcast as I always do, encouraging you to go out there and talk to people. Till next time. Love you guys. See ya. That's all for this episode. Your next step to success is to continue the conversation over at wholesalinginc.com by joining the mailing list, as well as get your chance to book a strategy session to learn the systems and become part of the tribe and work personally with one of our amazing coaches. We'll see you next episode with more ways to make you a fortune in wholesaling.